can't even introduce the guests <laughs> i'm on fire i'm ready and to I'm go recording and uh hello that that is true that uh gz you you have been on fire that's why we needed to start it but we we had to do a t- tiny bit of housekeeping isn't that correct rocco yes all right <laughs> uh this is movies.edu.gov this month we're doing animated movies uh We've done some previously, and today we have a special guest on who picked an animated movie yeah. that they wanted to share. <laughs> I think and somebody's mad. <laughs> somebody's kind of mad. Well, who's mad? Who's mad? Who's mad today? Uh, well, uh, well, I did have I to stop mad as a hatter, Mike. I, I was on the last level of Hitman, about to get the final kill, and I was like, fuck, it's 10.15. And video God, games are kind of animated when you think about it, aren't they, Jeezy? Yeah, I guess in a way. <laughs> Don't. Our guest is Jeezy, Bo Beezy. The movie is Pink Floyd the Wall, and I do have to get an apology out to everyone. I forgot it was Black History Month, and we were supposed to get a black guest to be allies or something. What the fuck are you and doing? Uh, what are you doing? Well, we we got the closest thing to it, okay? We got Jeezy here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, if it if it counts, there is one black guy in this movie who gets dragged out of a car that he's <laughs> trying to have sex with his white girlfriend in. Oh yeah. So I don't yeah. know if that counts, but well, that that it, counts. That counts. Um, it it, it hmm. is pretty powerful, but let's let's go into Pink Floyd: The Wall. Uh, Jeezy, why'd you pick it? Um, well, first, can I can I do a little song that I? Uh, oh my god! <laughs> that I'm gonna that I'm gonna sing for you guys real quick. Well, it sounds like you're gonna yeah, do just, it no matter what. So yeah, I mean, I'm gonna do it no matter what. So <laughs> here, just one second, let me grab my guitar. The, the man is grabbing his guitar. Okay, here's a little song. Rocco is a dweeb who likes minions <laughs> And pee <laughs> 
Buzz is just a dumb Italian. Oh! <laughs> you see? Mother says I'm perfect like the son <laughs> of God. Now, jeezy, jeezy. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna come up with other verses, but I the live decided studio not to. Audience, uh, yeah, really good. Our live audience is going nuts right now. <laughs> They're loving it. Really, really good. I thought of that last night at like one a.m. and I couldn't <laughs> sleep. Sprung out of bed, like, wide-eyed. <laughs> I literally did spring out of bed. And I was like, "What can I do with this?" Uh, and you know that that kind of sounds like a Pink Floyd song. It does because it is. <laughs> Also, uh, what <laughs> that sounded really fucking good. Like, like uh, in my head, like uh, I don't know why Discord decided it finally was able to record singing, but that that was like. Well, uh, it it might be because I went into Discord and like changed the setting to like it automatically detects your input, and I turned that off. That has to be why. Yeah, and mm. so it like doesn't cut shit out. I like can't, I got every note in my headphones. I was like, "Holy shit, it actually sounds good." <laughs> well, thank you. No, and I, I hope you put your hand up to the mic, Rocco, because I hope, I hope it doesn't echo through your. I turned my volume way down, dude. I don't. I if it echoes this time, I don't know what. The okay. Fuck. Yeah, I, I heard a little know. bit okay. of that on the. Shut the, up, uh, dude. Last episode. <laughs> fuck off. Oh yeah. Well, you know, no, I, I did fine. put some. I, I had some. St- strategically placed music in all the spots where it was really bad. Yeah, that was nice. And, and it sucks because it pisses me off when I hear it on other shows and I feel like such a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> I liked how the music that you put in that episode would usually drown out Rocco when he was talking, mm-hmm. when it would swell. <laughs> yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow, what a coincidence. Um, <laughs> that really was a Pink Floyd song? See, I have yeah, no idea. Yeah, Mother, man. Come on. Yeah, that was Mother. That, that's how I'm going into this one. Yeah, yeah you've I already like, told you guys. You've like never heard Pink Floyd. Yeah, before. that is you insane. You hadn't seen this movie. I've never listened to Pink Floyd except if it's in like other pieces of media or something, or if like like yeah, that like one Sopranos. <laughs> yeah, I, I I was telling you, yeah, when Comfortably Numb played, I was like, where did I just hear this song? I'm like, oh, it's from this <laughs> scene that I watch like 50 times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and also, and also, Bloodhound Gang when they say "All in all, you're just a another, another dick, dick with, with no balls." balls. Yeah. It's classic. classic, of course. So that's where you're uh, coming. But that, in. that's where I'm coming in. You guys are Floyd heads. You saw the movie when you were younger too. Yeah, uh, I'm a big Floyd head. Yeah, speaking of Black History Month, we're all Floyd heads here. I, I would uh, say pink, God, pink Jesus and George. Dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like it's what? Like, <laughs> uh, well, let's not. Let, we didn't have any black guests as you know a coincidence. So we had two guests, and they both happened to be white. And now you're just like you're like so proud. You're Laying so proud. It down. <laughs> I, I'm not proud. I'm, I'm like we need we need some. Okay, I'm you not need to watch a movie anything. about uh, fascism. Like, well, might I recommend Pink Floyd's The Wall? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say. I'll do, okay, yeah. I'll watch Triumph of the Will. <laughs> <laughs> I um, 
Christ almighty. What? Okay, talk about Pink Floyd The Wall. Talk about, uh, Jeezy, your experience with Pink Floyd and uh, uh, seeing this as a, as a young Jeezy. Um, well, I mean, I have been listening to Pink Floyd since I was really young, probably like 11 or 12. I remember like, like hearing it on the radio and shit and then getting, getting like the Dark Side of the Moon and Wish You Were Here CDs and stuff. And like, I remember the first like, the first like year that I started smoking weed when I was like 13, that's like all I would do is I would smoke weed in my little bedroom and I would put on like Piper at the Gates of Dawn and Dark Side of the Moon and Metal and Wish You Were Here <laughs> and just freak my bean. My little tiny bean would just get freaked <laughs> by that music over and over again. And that's like all I did for the longest time. And then I also listened to The Wall a lot, like the album. And then I remember the first time I saw the movie, I was probably probably 14 or 15. I must have I must have rented it or something. But then one, I think it was my 15th birthday, the like little like theater in town here, like the little movie theater, like the little art house, whatever theater downtown had like midnight movie showings and they did that movie on my birthday so i remember me and like a couple other friends went to go see that and yeah yeah it was really fun i mean it was one of my friends it was his first time ever seeing the movie so we all got like really high and we were like this was back when the downtown here was like dead constantly it was it was nothing downtown but like the five bars and like just a bunch of empty buildings and no one was ever downtown so we were like super high walking around we went across the river to this to moorhead this town across the river and there's like a shields sporting goods store there and we bought this like it's called a boda bag I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's like a little... A boda bag? Yeah, like a boda bag. It's like a little, like... I don't think it was real deer skin, but they're they're supposed to be made out of, like, deer gut and, like, skin on the outside. And you, like, fill it with, like, drinks or something. And we, nice. filled, we filled that thing with, like, Dr. Pepper or something, and we just walked around <laughs> downtown <laughs> all high, drinking Dr. Pepper out of it. And then we went to the movie theater... And we filled it up with water, and it was my one of my friends' first time seeing this movie, and we're all just super baked, fifteen year olds, and he's like losing his mind, just transfixed on the fucking movie, and he didn't notice that throughout the whole movie we had been taking the little boda bag and like squeezing water on him and just like soaking him, <laughs> and so he was getting all wet, and he didn't even notice. <laughs> the <clears throat> The movie ends, and he gets up, and he looks at us, he goes, did you guys spraying me with something that whole time? <laughs> <laughs> so that was one of the first experiences seeing that movie, actually in a theater, which was, which was pretty cool, because it, it, it sounds really fucking good. Yeah. It's a really, uh, really good-sounding movie. Oh, I bet, like, especially in, like, a, a giant theater, like... Yeah. It must uh, be incredible to watch. And wow, we love to pull pranks on our friends in in movies. Oh, it's t- the That best. just reminds me of all the times I spit up soda onto the back of my friends' heads <laughs> while we were watching movies. Now in that's a good prank. 
Now that's good. <laughs> just spitting on your friends. That's a prank. <laughs> we also, one time, I just remembered, we went to another midnight movie showing there of Goodwill Hunting. And I don't know why we thought that would be like a fun movie to go see. Like yeah. on a Friday night, all high. Like That's so weird as a midnight <laughs> like movie. Yeah. yeah, it was so weird. And like, I remember we were all in there, and like a half an hour in, we all fell asleep. Like, we all <laughs> fell asleep. And then we all woke up to the lights getting turned on. And we were just like, oh, what? <laughs> did, he, did he leave the town? <laughs> what yeah. happened? What happened? Did they save him? <laughs> Is he a janitor still, or wait, is that was he a janitor in the movie? Yeah, I don't, yeah. Okay. I, don't I have not seen the movie since, and I only remember <laughs> I only remember the apples thing, and I don't even think that I saw you that. You remember that I because of Jane Silent Bob Strike Back? Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. You remember it from like every every person saying it after <laughs> the the how you like them apples. Probably, probably Mitch says that a lot on Doughboys too. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. It's a good line. Oh, it's a great. decent movie, honestly. Uh, it's not as good as the uh, Wall, but no. Rocco, not. your experience with the Wall, Pink Floyd, the Wall. Um, so you said I was a Floyd head. I'm more of the of the Wall head. Really, it's probably my top Interesting. ten albums ever. I love it. So you're saying? So you're saying the two? Can't I'm just I'm just saying like hand. I I like I I've listened to like Dark Side of the Moon all the way through maybe once like definitely once really? at least and I I just I've listened to Pink Floyd enough but I would say ninety percent of my Pink Floyd listening is just this album like I love The Wall so much and uh, so I saw I this movie when it came it out makes on sense because it's so cinematic i guess you're uh <laughs> maybe you're a real theater head i guess that makes I, sense <laughs> yeah it's like listening to like a movie soundtrack you're like oh this sounds just like freaking john bryan <laughs> shut up <laughs> I, I, the so the dvd the 25th anniversary dvd that my dad had came out when i was 14 or 15 so that's for sure the first time i saw the movie um and i remember the movie being like cool but i I remembered it being just sort of like a vessel for me to listen to this worse versions of songs I liked. Yeah, and, all the re-recording. Uh, yeah, but the animation is the thing that is like for sure the standout. This time around, uh, I, it's like a masterpiece. I was fucking blown away. The whole movie's good. And um, did you watch that 25th anniversary again this time? No, I because wanted it's to, actually, but I ended up... It's slightly different, I think. Oh, is it's it? Like, it's because it's I think the story is, is that Roger Waters walked into a showing of it in like 2000 or something and he was just like what the fuck is this like he didn't like he he thought it was like incoherent or something and so he did like a recut of it oh no shit that, that yeah and it eliminated a couple of it, it like truncated or eliminated a couple of the animated sequences Weird. i believe is what i read so it's that one is slightly different than like the the original so that's eighty one release or whatever it is. That's funny. That's interesting. I, Cause the the animation to me was like my I, I wanted more animation. Oh, yeah, it's for sure. Incredible. 
It's a pleasure to watch. But even some of the non-animated, I mean, we can get into it, but even some of the non-animated stuff is, like, pretty fucking cool practical effects, creative, like, weird shit. Like, that's the thing, is, like, this is a weird fucking movie. There's no movie like this. Yeah, no, it's it's a crazy narrative. Like, the narrative is all over the place. It's not linear at all. Like, it's a really strange movie. Like, it doesn't, it's not, like, traditional in any sense, which I guess... It makes sense that Pink Floyd would do that. I mean, guess mostly Roger Waters. I guess he was the driving force behind it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wanted to rewatch it again because I was like, I want to pick up on all these like weird, th- like try to make sense of it, even though there's probably some stuff where it's just like, well, this looks cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, it does. It does feel like a lot of it is just like visual candy. But also, I mean, mm-hmm. there is a lot of stuff in it that is just hardcore symbolism. Like it, like I was, I was saying when we were watching it, Mike, like it, it fucking beats you over the head with everything, and it's all really obvious. But at the same time, like a lot of it just doesn't make sense if you're just watching it, you know, casually, or if, or if or you if don't have the frame. Of, <laughs> yeah, or if you're 14 and you're super high and watching it in a theater. But like, yeah, we did bring up like imagine being like someone into pink floyd and being like they're coming out with the movie we're all gonna get fucked up and see it and it's <laughs> yeah. this like super they get this heavy you're <laughs> just like huh what but yeah like the um i don't know i think i think i appreciated the this st- like I, like i said the first time i watched it i was just like okay the music's good and i like the animation but this time it's like i actually did i appreciated like the like the wall metaphor being like not ju- it's not just like his his life has a wall it, it's like there's the fascism wall there's the fucking sexual repression wall yep. there's the depression wall it's like yeah it's all these <laughs> things that turn this guy into a fucking monster i mean yeah. he he isolates himself he and it, it's it's such a weird character too because like you He's he, he he ends up being like a fascist leader, but you also feel sorry for him. But you're also just like fuck this guy. Like he's so he feels so sorry for himself, but at the same time, it's like well, I mean, all this shit that happened to him and all this shit that he did and all these all these choices that he made are what leads him to be like this. And I guess a lot of it was it stemmed from. Uh, Roger Waters, like when, like after the, like Wish You Were Here and Animals tours in like the late seventies, he, he and the rest of the band, like I mean they're fucking monster hits, like they're 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 gods, and like they just they hated that, and like they didn't like what they were becoming, and like at what what made Roger Waters write the wall was. At one concert, there was like a like a netting, like thing, like a cage to protect the stage from the audience, and some guy tried to like climb it, and Roger Waters spit on him, and according to him, like he he spit on the guy, and then like immediately he was just like, "What the fuck did I just do? Like what? Why? <laughs> like why did I do that? Like why yeah. do I think that I could like just spit on someone?" And, like, I guess a lot of it is just about, like, what 
you know, what you can become if you're not conscious of who you are and like the choices you make and like how right those you things let can society your like shape you into the type of person that they create like yeah exactly all right i gotta go get my lasagna out of the oven i'll be right back Jesus uh, here we go i thought well, rocco I thought fuzz was the italian jesus rocco told me before he's like i gotta go get my lasagna out of the oven i'm gonna do it right after Jeezy makes a really good point about something, <laughs> so to just leave us kind of twisting in the wind here. Oh, of course. Uh, but let's uh, l- let's go over. Uh, I mean, that was a great story, Jeezy. Uh, let's talk about. I don't know what the fuck else is there with the wall. It, it was a hit, right? Yeah, I believe so. I, I I mean, I know now it's like it's like a cult hit. Like yeah. everybody loves it, or whatever. Like it's. I know the album is like one of I think it's their biggest one behind Dark Side of the Moon. But like the movie, I'm pretty sure it was pretty well received. I think I read a thing that like Roger Ebert said that it was like perfect. Like he fucking loved <laughs> it. Like he which is weird like but he was like no, it's a it's a fucking really good movie like it's engaging and like I'm you know yeah, I mean, th- that makes sense with him, because he's always just like, I don't know, it's always, uh, uh, like, it knows what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's not trying to be something else. Yeah. Uh, we are watching this, uh, and shit, uh, it's like, I don't know, we are talking about how some of the stuff just, like, beats you over the head. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. Some that's one thing I like walked away with this from is like it's so it's so hard to watch it now with no connection to anything really except knowing what it is. And like I'm just like, damn, if I saw this when I was like thirteen, I would have probably like loved it. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely one of those those kinds of movies that is like if you see it at a young age, it's really affecting, you know. And if you can't connect to the music, you're kinda of fucked too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like, oh, uh, uh, here he is. How's the lasagna? <laughs> yeah, how's I don't lasagna? know yet. I gotta let it cool. Fuck off. <laughs> is it oh, crispy? I thought you were like Garfield. Did you, you get just... crispy on the edges, or is it like that slop shit? I I don't know. It's a it's a new uh, type. I don't know. I have never had it. So the new lasagna drop. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's a new, it's a Bronco. new it's from what, a store that a I've never my, my 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 grandma and grandpa gave it to me and my aunt and I. I've never had it before, all right? Is this lasagna what? talk? What's in it? Jeez, he's playing the like... damn lasagna talk team. <laughs> What's in it? All right, here we go, lasagna talk. <laughs> it's, I think it's talk, technically manicotti or whatever. Oh, so it's not even lasagna. It's like the tubes? Yeah, I, I just really didn't want to get into it. And I, honestly, well, I told him like like Buzz earlier. I told him, I'm that's just like going to mute or and, and I'm going to mute and I'm going to I'm gonna turn off my oven. And he said, don't mute. Tell us. <laughs> and then I knew, I knew in my head, okay, I'm going to say it, and then he's going to make fun of me. So I considered just uh, muting anyway. I can't do a nice thing and talk about my friend's food on the podcast. <laughs> I can't yeah. do something nice no, and be no, like, no, what no, are no. you up to, Rocco? Dude, man, come Tell on, us dude. about the lasagna. What the fuck is in it? It's manicotti, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I decided okay. it's manicotti. I don't even know what you have in there. I'll take a picture. Hey, I'll take a picture point. of it, and you can put it on the, the 
fucking phantom patient. Should I should I make yeah, it the picture yeah, make for it the, the podcast? Make it yes, the thumbnail. Make it the thumbnail. <laughs> I'll I'll like yeah I'll splice in the wall and uh, Rocco uh, Rocco's faux lasagna, whatever it is. The Do like the the face coming out of the wall but there's like manicotti in its mouth <laughs> yeah and actually it's got like a little bit of beef in the sauce and i think that's the uh that's like the children and the grinded up children oh yeah beef in point. The sauce? this is gonna be my first time eating beef since may of last year so i'm kind of worried about that too you're gonna get fucked oh, man. up you're gonna get clogged as fuck i can't dude. say yeah. no to this to this delicious meal so i accepted it i'm cooking it i'm gonna eat it well, I'm glad for you. Here it's uh it's still morning time, so the thought of eating a whole lasagna uh is making my stomach kind of uh turn. <laughs> hey, how'd you know I was gonna eat the whole thing? <laughs> Dude, I knew I you're I said you're gonna be like Garfield. Just one bite. Just put the whole tray in. Just Yeah. We're ready to party. <laughs> <laughs> We're ready to party. We're ready. Yeah. So did you guys ever do the Wizard of Oz thing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that. Dude, I never did it. I think there's like. It's cool. There's got to be like <laughs> websites that have just done it. Or yeah, like you can uh, find a file that's just I'm pretty like sure a, so you don't have yeah. to like Yeah, that's how I did it. it. On yeah. like archive. This yeah. was like pre-YouTube that I did it. It was like the tiniest window and it was <laughs> shitty quality. It was I think it was called like darksideoftherainbow.org or something. Did it on like your Winamp player? <laughs> yeah, <it was> DivX, <laughs> I think. Or like <laughs> on whatever media player is on like a flip phone. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know what? I've watched Numa Numa every day for two months. I need to watch something else. <laughs> Enough with the lightsaber kid. I need to get into something a little bit more heady. Yeah. A little <laughs> bit more mm, cultured. <laughs> yeah that's one that's one thing that i i i don't like people say that like they meant to do that but like there's no way like that uh, they meant there's to absolutely, sync it up. there's absolutely zero chance of that yeah because for one thing the album is like 45 minutes long right so like <laughs> there's like an extra like half an hour of just nothing if that's what they meant to do it's like well why wouldn't they have just done the whole thing yeah, there's and some interesting. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't match up too. Like, there's yeah. stuff that does, and it's fucking crazy, and it's it's cool. But there's, I do think that whoever discovered that, it's it's like it's as impressive as like whoever discovered like milk or electricity. <laughs> the first guy <laughs> to suck a cow tit. It's such a fucking insane thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the guys who sucked a cow tit <laughs> first. Uh. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of wondering what the... I really want to... I want to be a fly on the wall for whoever thought that up and, like, how they did it. Like, just some dude's stone on the couch, like, for some reason with the wall... Or, not with the wall, but uh, Dark Side of the Moon on and just... And Wizard of Oz at the same time, and he's like, holy shit. I yeah, he's the- like, whoa. And he would have had to do it with, like, a vinyl album because I think that, like... It was like the mid to late seventies when people like started doing that. So yeah. like they would have had to like flip the <laughs> album and everything. So it's like it's crazy. Well, and that, that's where the that's where the rest of the time goes. All the how you're saying the album wasn't long enough. Yeah, it took that long. <laughs> yeah, the whole the, middle the, was yeah, like half an hour like, to get up <laughs> off the couch. <laughs> hey, I just to thought of a joke. The vinyl room. I just thought of a joke based on what you guys said. 
All right. Uh, Hit so, me. So there's a oh, hold on. Let me let me frame it right. So there's a there there's two farmers talking, and one of them says, "Hey, I just uh, I just sucked that thing between the cow's legs, and this white stuff came out. And it tastes really good." And then the other guy said, uh, "Hey, you should try it with a girl cow." Well, you should try it with a come on a girl Rocco. cow. Try with a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you see, that's, just <laughs> try with a. That's uh, a, that's a, a joke that's been repeated and doing the worst version of it. <laughs> I think that's a Family Guy joke. That's good. That's a no, yeah. Whatever. I mean, that's the classic '90s joke. Uh, that's a bowl. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Oh, 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 I thought oh, of speaking, it. Speaking, uh, speaking of Family Guy and uh, McFarlane stuff, did you see Rocco that? Uh, American Dad is on Disney Plus now. What? Huh? Yeah. Wait, so, you're serious? Yes. So there's a very good possibility that it might be getting taken off of Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. I just Why? I got an email. I got an email last night. I'm not even subscribed to Disney Plus, and I got an email last <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> that said, we American know you Dad, love American Dad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how, how they found me, but it said American Dad is now on Disney Plus. That is horrifying. Yeah, that's I my least favorite company Fox, acquiring my favorite property. Yeah, I mean that—that's where I thought you were talking about the fact that they found Jesus. <laughs> no, I understand why they found. They looked at the metrics. And they were like, "We got to email this guy." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my brother probably got an email from me watching on his account. Yeah, <laughs> I was watching last night, baby. Incident at Owl Creek. <laughs> uh, did McFar? There's got to be one, but McFarlane doing a, a the wall type thing in Family Guy or American Dad. Um, it feels like there should be. Honestly, there's got to be a wall now. Joke there's in there's got to be, but I don't. Nothing like stands out yeah. that I can, I mean, I can't really think remember of or anything. remember. All the American Dad music jokes are about indie bands. Yeah. It's like Wax Fang. <laughs> My Morning Jacket is like the most yeah. famous band. Um, oh, speaking of Wax Fang, that's kind of funny. They, they're, uh, that guitar solo in the Majestic is just a blatant ripoff of Comfortably Numb's guitar solo. Oh, yeah, I suppose, yeah. It's pretty dead on. Yeah. Man, that fucking band rules. Yeah, they're great. Hey, wait, did we, did, Mike, did you, did you say this was, so this was your first time basically hearing The Wall as an album. What did you think about that? That was pretty good. Because it's in order, right, Jeezy? I believe so. Yeah, it, it's like, it's not all the songs, but it's like, it's pretty it's like damn 60 or, 60 or 70% of the songs. And then there's a couple that are like, not on the album. Yeah. Like the very first, like when the Tigers broke free and like couple of different songs and like like we said earlier there's a lot of them that are re-recorded like the mother in the movie like doesn't have guitar and it's like a weird like synth like beep boop boop beep boop like thing but there's a lot of shit in the flesh question mark in the movie is way worse it sucks actually yeah yeah definitely but they definitely had to re-record a bunch of shit because also they had um What's his name? Bob Geldof. They had him redo a lot of the songs, like when he's actually on screen singing. Because yeah. Roger Waters was supposed to play the guy. I'm wondering why he didn't. Well, I think what I read was that they did like screen tests 
and like the studio and the director the first director didn't like him as like like they didn't he didn't they didn't think he had like he's not hot enough he didn't have the presence or whatever Huh. But then, yeah, and then, because there's a few, there's a bunch of shit that they went through with, like, the production of this that I remember reading over that, like, they had an initial director, I don't remember what his name was, but he eventually dropped out, because it was just kind of, like, a mess. And then they got the guy who did uh, Fame and Mississippi Burning and uh, Muggsy, or Bugsy Malone. Bugsy Malone, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's the funniest That's part, pedigree. is this guy did Bugsy Malone. <laughs> <laughs> and what, Evita too, right? Yeah, Evita, yeah. Alan Parker, I think, is his name. Alan Parker, that is it. Uh, damn. Do you know who Don't did the animation? Below. Anybody? Ah, uh, God, I can't We gotta start researching, name. Mike. This yeah. is pathetic. You know, I was like, yeah, we could do research, but it is also fun to hear three white guys just say they like a movie over and over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, like, that yeah, is it was fun. really cool. Yeah, it was cool in this way too. And it was actually pretty cool in that way. Uh but yeah, I mean I need to do more research, of course. I'm looking it up right now and there's no art person fucking credited. Yeah, Ooh, I know. Yeah. It's hard. I feel like I looked for it like a little while ago and it was hard to find what his name like it's not even like on oh Gerald Scarf, I think was his name. <laughs> yeah, it is. Gerald Scarf. Damn, I thought it was Tom Mittens. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am thinking it was Jacob Woolly Winter Cap. <laughs> oh, you know what this guy did? He was the production designer for Hercules. Honey, you mean oh. Hercules. <laughs> Hercules. The uh, Hercules TV show or the cartoon movie? The Disney movie, yeah. The 97. Inter- you know, That's that a good animation. Movie, dude. Animation kind of looks the same as the wall. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> the Hydra does kind of look like that giant ass face that shits in the <laughs> the cubicle or whatever. The judge guy. The, the judge. The, the master bong ripper. Yeah, the, the master worm, bong ripper. Oh, is that what you... <laughs> that's kind of funny to think That's about. what Moto said, is yeah, to, cut in, Moto to cut joke. in the master bong ripper into the trial scene. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was a kid, the trial was my favorite song on the album. It's good. I, I, I it's honestly, I had crazy. A, I had a phase too where that was really where I really liked that song because it was like, it's it's orchestrated in a cool way. Like and there's it voices. Yeah, like and it, it, it's like show tuny in a way. Oh yeah, it's super oh, like yeah, yeah. It's like musical theater, like really musical theatery. And I think they got someone to like help them compose that song like specifically like they got some bob ezrin i think is his name and he worked with like deep purple peter gabriel and like fish and shit he's like an arranger and composer guy but yeah they got him to help them with that I believe. It's a cool song. Hey, it's a good one. And getting back to what I thought about the music, it being my first time hearing the album, it feels like it's something I enjoy, but it's almost the same as like listening to the Beatles, where it's uh, <clears throat> it's some stuff I haven't heard before, but so much of it, I'm just like, 
I've heard this. Where yeah. have oh, I? Oh, sure. Yeah. Where have I heard this? I've all just heard it, it is, incidentally. Yeah, it's all super ubiquitous. Like you've heard it everywhere. Like there, like you said, like there's no way that you haven't heard comfortably numb, right? Or like another brick in the wall part two. Like if you've yeah. ever listened to the radio in your life, like, you've heard those songs. <laughs> yeah, you've right? probably never heard "Bring the Boys Back Home," but <laughs> other than that, I think you're good. <laughs> But I did enjoy it, aside from, like, that kind of weird feel. Like, that's just a feeling that it's just so strange, and it makes you just stop listening to the music because all of a sudden you're thinking about the other media you've seen, and you're like, where was it? Where was it in the cavalcade of, like, TVs mm-hmm. and cartoons and movies and other music that I've heard this? And yeah. I think that's a thing that happens with Pink Floyd a lot is, I mean, they're so... They're so popular that, like, I, I always talk to people who, I mean, always talk to people, but I always <laughs> talk to people who, like, have never heard them or, like, like they're, like, you know, oh, I never really listened to them. And it's, like, no, you have. Like, I, I, I guarantee you have heard probably more than, like, five of their songs for sure. Yeah. Just because of, like, Hey You, uh another brick in the wall money like money like the- and i feel like uh, unlike the beatles like with the beatles you'd be like oh yeah and i know that song and like if you hear a pink floyd song and you're just like not you're not like oh yeah that's pink floyd i don't know you know if you heard on the radio and had no knowledge but if you heard like yesterday you'd be like oh yeah that's the beatles i don't uh, know i feel I like mean, more people i don't know I, f- I feel like pink floyd has a really like specific sound that I would almost say is the same as the Beatles, where, like, when you hear it, you know, like, immediately that it's Pink Floyd. But, I mean, this is also coming from someone who's listened to all their albums, like, yeah. <laughs> over 20 times, probably. Yeah. So. But they definitely have a very specific sound. I do think, though, it, feel, it, it, like, it seems like a even though they're a massively popular band, it still feels cool to like Pink Floyd. Whereas like the Beatles or the who it's like, everybody likes the Beatles or the who and everybody likes Pink Floyd. But for some reason it's like, you don't, I don't know. I feel like you don't hear people talk about Pink Floyd that often, which is kind of strange. Yeah, they do. They have managed to maintain this kind of like counterculture coolness that hasn't aged into like the, the dumb thing that boomers like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like how, uh, like you can't with Pink Floyd. I don't know. At least with them, I don't think about them the same way. I think about like the Rolling Stones where I just picture a bunch of like old men in leather jackets. <laughs> That's an even better example. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I mean, I don't know why that is. I mean, it's, I, I, I think a lot of it is because it's so, a lot of their music is so cynical in a way that isn't, it doesn't match that kind of feeling that a lot of, like, the boomer music had, like, with Rolling Stones and the Beatles. Like, it it feels cooler than a lot of that shit, because they were yeah. always, they were always kind of, like, Themselves. outside, uh, yeah, they were always kind of, like, outsider types <laughs> who, like, didn't whereas, whereas like someone like a band like the rolling stones like once the 80s comes they're like now we're doing club music like yeah and yeah. like still putting out albums regularly and like constantly touring and like just just like proudly selling out whereas pink floyd like 
they're doing like there's like artists to the to the bitter end <laughs> like yeah. very very concerned with their image i think the greatest thing that happened to them or the, the the thing that made that happen was that they just by like 1985 they all just fucking hated each other and didn't <laughs> want to fucking spend another <laughs> second together hey that's that's the best way to that's probably the reason yeah to like live eternally yeah it it, it feels like that all end up hating each other but we got to get to letterboxd reviews got to oh boy so we have a we have a a five star and a one star review uh that i will be sharing with you today this is a popular five star review uh the only we live in a society movie that's allowed to exist uh, from January of last year, that uh, that review 220, caused 223 likes. Hmm. I mean, we this is we live in a society movie, isn't it? I thought the Joker was gonna show up. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because uh, Bob Geldof does look like the Joker. He does. He, he looks does. like he looks like uh, what's his name's Joker. Leto. Leto, yeah. There's no way. I still think there's no way that Jared Leto didn't model his Joker somewhat after the shaved eyebrows, slicked back hair, Bob Geldof from this movie. Yeah, I think uh, it was a mixture of Bob Geldof and uh, Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I'd uh, buy that. Here's the, here's the half-star review. Um... I think it was a mixture well, of well, Bob Geldof and uh, Jack Meehoff. <laughs> <laughs> you proud of that one? Jack Meehoff? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> He's like that guy Mike Hunt. <laughs> oh, I know him. Uh, <laughs> I see him every Tuesday. Uh, I'm def- This is Half Star, Half Star Review. I'm definitely going to have nightmares. In fact, this is exactly what my nightmares look like. Damn. This deserves five stars for the animation, effort, uniqueness, and creativity. But personally, I hated this and would give it no stars if I could. <laughs> because the way it made me feel anxious, unsettled, depressed, <laughs> and unsatisfied. Uneasiness of the film aside, it really tries to do a lot in an hour and 30 minutes and accomplishes, well, exactly nothing. The fact that Bob Geldof looks like Jerry Seinfeld in one scene and then and then looks like Pete Davidson in the next <laughs> truly speaks to the duality of man. I love this review. What the fuck I mean, kind of review so, is that? Like, I know it's so weird. It's like this like, deserves this deserves five stars. And if I yeah. could give it stars, if I could give it no stars, I would. It's but like, I can't. This movie's so ambitious and artful, and it made me feel emotions that I've never felt before. <laughs> Zero <laughs> stars. It, yeah, it achieved its singular goal of making me feel alienated and isolated and afraid, and I hate it. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, mm, well, I don't mean to presume, but person's name is Madeline. Kind of looks like a... Oh, of course. Yeah. Chicks don't uh, get well, it, dude. <laughs> chicks don't chicks, get it. Chicks, right? don't, <laughs> chicks don't get Floyd, dude. Chicks uh, don't dig well, music, bro. No, and I should also I, I should also say the five-star one was from a woman. This is just a, oh, a double wow. woman who is the half-star. So. Oh. Uh, 
but what what do you guys think? Uh, GC, you can go first. What do you think is the average on Letterboxd for Pink Floyd: The Wall? Um, it's out of five, right? Yes. If I had to guess, I'd probably say, and they don't do they? they it's not point because I I don't know. Yeah, anything they have about points, so it could, oh, be, so it could be like three point nine or whatever. Yeah, I would probably say the average is like three point nine. And All right, rock, I've, rock I've made a pledge privately to never prices right someone during this game. <laughs> so I've been thinking of my answers immediately and then sticking to them. And I, I was going to say 3.3. That's fair. And the winner is Jeezy. Fuck oh, yeah. Right eat on the shit. money with a 3.9. Oh, good. That's shit, good. Dude. That's really high. Yeah. That's the first. That's the first uh, time we got. To, we had someone get right on the money. You know. Yeah, that's pretty nice. cool, man. Nice. Uh, I figured so it's got enough a of, of a cult status or whatever that that would. Keep yeah, it. you. You're smart because the only people that are going to watch this movie are people that are, are people who to like it. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and so, GZ, what would you give Pink Floyd the Wall on Letterboxd? Um. I would probably give it. I'd probably give it like a four, four point five. I'd say I, I would rate it pretty high, just because one for nostalgia's sake, and two. I I love Pink Floyd, so there's that, and I I I think that it's a good movie. Like I I think that it works well like it doesn't it's an hour and a half and it feels like at least when i watch it it feels like it's like a half an hour like i'm never i'm never not engaged in it like it always feels like it goes by so fast like everything's there's things that are constantly happening there's not a lot of lulls and everything and like the music stings and like having that in there constantly it makes everything run so well that it i don't know it just it, it it's a really good movie i like it a lot so i'd say yeah like 4.5 the only the, the only reason i wouldn't give it a five is probably because of bob geldoff because i don't really like him like i don't like his voice really and i don't like the way that they had to re-record the songs and whatever, so that's probably the only downside to it. I would say is if you're if you're coming to it wanting to just hear the album with with you know footage and animation on top of it, then you might be kind of disappointed by that. But otherwise, it's I don't know. I fucking I really like it a lot. Hell yeah, nice. All right, Rocco. Um. Same score, four and a half is what I was going to give it. Because guess what? I'm back on the half stars, baby. <laughs> I know. What? I know I'm back are. on the half stars. Couldn't couldn't kick the stuff. <sighs> okay. Uh, All right. Four and a half for half. mostly the same reasons. I mean, it's partly nostalgia and a love of this music, but it's also, I, like I said, I, I when I was a kid, I probably would have given it like a three and a half. It's just it. I think the anti-fascist thing and like the like extremely unique and accurate representation of like being depressed and yeah. uh just like bummed the fuck out and i think that there's 
there really is nothing like it. Like I, I, I mean, I said it already, but there's there's not a single movie that has like an insane animation like woven into this weird non-linear narrative where it's full of all songs from this one beautiful fucking opera album i don't know i it's a it's it's a fucking crazy one it and also to to more on the thing jeezy said about it feeling like it's only a half hour long it feels like it's a half hour long but it also feels like it's five hours long and in a good way like there's so much to it that it feels like massive even though it's like a below average runtime yeah it's like 81 minutes yeah it's crazy or something like that it's like not very long now for me uh right after watching it you know i honestly probably would have said three just because i was like okay like that's what it was and you know so much of that is like knowing that this is a thing for i've known this was like a thing that i just hadn't seen since i was like 12 so, I don't know, maybe there was build up there. And like coming off of it, I was just like, okay, that's a, that was that, you know? And then, but uh, I mean, talking about it now and uh, like going back and watching some parts of it, uh, I would say I'd give this a four out of five. And that is very good. And I think it, what Rocco said earlier, there's like, there's no other movie like this. <laughs> so, like, that's. Like, just how unique it is and uh, how, like, well done, how insane and, like, well done for also being insane it is, is awesome to watch. They commit. Yeah. yeah. Like Rocco said, like, it's it's super ambitious and it achieves what it's trying to do, I feel like. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't really fuck up at very, at very many points. Like, there's not, the, there's, there's only one thing in it that is like goofy and that's the scene towards the end where it's like the the hall full of people and they're all like giving the sig Heil salute and they're like line <laughs> dancing together <laughs> that's like the one thing that i'm just like what the fuck sometimes goofy <laughs> can be disturbing though so it kind of yeah it, it is it does kind of work in a disturbing way of like seeing all these fucking weirdo kids like worshiping this guy all right now comes the time i've been waiting for where we pick the next category yeah, this is of extremely movie. exciting mm-hmm. are you sure you want to get this work oh fuck we, <laughs> we have we have our guest jeezy deciding what the next four movies what category they will be in okay so this is interesting because after watching the wall I did a little research and I was like, well, maybe I'll make them watch like, like movies that were written or directed by musicians. And then I was like, okay, well, then I looked it up and it's like, it's like Purple Rain, Tommy, and and like Tommy and shit like that. And I was like, ah, that, that would be too, I don't know. And then I did a little digging further and I found... I'm probably not going to make you guys do it because there's only two movies, so it wouldn't be enough. But I was going to make you do movies directed by Brett Michaels <laughs> because he directed he directed two movies apparently in 1998. One is called No Code of Conduct, and the other is A Letter from Death Row. Huh. 
fuck? Yeah, and I have no... These are, like, serious movies? Yep, No Code of Conduct has Charlie Sheen, Martin Sheen, um... Milo Estevez. What? Paul Gleeson, Paul Gleason, uh... Joe Estevez is in it, too, actually. <laughs> Meredith Salinger. Is that Patton Oswalt's wife? It is. Yeah. Yeah. She's in it. And then... Jesus. Yeah, I had no idea that he, like, had directed a couple movies. And then like, there's this A Letter from Death Row, which is also Martin Sheen and Charlie Sheen and Brett Michaels stars in it. Yeah, it's it, on the poster. It's his name next to Martin Sheen. Yeah, it's crazy. I gotta say, I'm so glad we're not doing this. <laughs> what is what is the connection between the Sheens and Brett Michaels? Ah, uh, cocaine. Uh, well, I I think it's something far <laughs> more sinister. <laughs> yeah, doing some spirit cooking. Tiger blood. Yes. Poison. Yes. So I, I was I was gonna pick those movies, and I was like, oh, there's only two. And then I did a little bit of digging on IMDb in like the advanced search, <laughs> and I found a specific search that has exactly four movies. Oh my god! And I think this will work. It is Razzie winning DreamWorks movies. <laughs> oh no! And the movies the movies are Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. Okay. Uh, the John Woo movie Paycheck. Seen it. Uh, These are DreamWorks movies? Apparently. uh, Little Fockers. Little Fockers is a DreamWorks movie. And Dr. Seuss is the Cat in the Hat. Oh, Oh, baby! Which I believe... That's I I was going to say, yeah, I I believe Rocco loves that movie. So I figured that would be a good one to do. Is Razzie winning the Rocco movie? I made Mike watch that movie. (laughs) Yeah, earlier this... Or, like, last year, like, a few months ago, Rocco was like, all right, come on, we're watching the whole thing. (laughs) So yeah, there you go. Those are your four movies. Fuck. Exciting stuff. Wow. <laughs> and I love the the alpha move of doing the only only four in the category forcing us. You <laughs> have to watch them all. <laughs> I like that uh, these are all rewatches for me. <laughs> I've yeah. seen every Razzie winning DreamWorks film. There you go. And I'm surprised there's not any animation in there. Yeah, that's kind of strange. Yeah. It's a little shocking to not see like Sharktail or Home. Is Shark Tale DreamWorks? Shark Tale is I not feel. DreamWorks, I believe it's Sony. Yeah, it is. I think it is. Are you sure? I'm it's almost a, it's on that, positive. Isn't, the, isn't that the meme of like the DreamWorks smile? Yeah, well the DreamWorks smile extends past it, but I think you guys are right. Shark Tale is a 2004 American computer animated comedy film produced by DreamWorks yeah, Animation. Wow. wow. It's directed by three different people. <laughs> what? <laughs> there, there are three directors for and Shark And a director Tale. was starring in it. Vicky yeah, Jensen, Bebo Bergeron, and Marty. Rob Letterman. Bebo Bergeron. <laughs> I really thought Shark Tale was Sony for some reason. What the fuck? Well, I think I've seen every DreamWorks animated movie except for Sinbad. Well, we got our fucking category, and I, I need <laughs> now I need to listen to that part again so I can remember what movies they are. All I remember I is can, Little Fockers. Oh, and I got it all hat. up here, brother. I can send Bullet, you over the link for the. I got it all up here. Paycheck, oh, no, pa- Revenge paycheck. of the Fallen, Cat in the Hat, and uh, fucking the other one. 
Little little Fockers. Little Fockers. I think, yeah, Revenge of the Fallen is the only rewatch for me. I had a I had an experience similar to Jeezy's friend when they saw the wall at midnight watching <laughs> just being high on edibles watching Revenge of the Fallen. That's sick. Wait, and wait, wait, wait. Which one is Revenge of the off. Fallen? Isn't that second? Okay, yeah, that's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it has the part where like Shia LaBeouf is like figuring becoming super smart and he's like <laughs> His mind is this filled with fun. cryptic symbols. You know what I think I might have to do though? I might have to rewatch all of the Transformers movies. You could do that. You or at the very least, the first you, I mean, one. You don't, yeah, I know you're watching a, t- a bunch of movies a day, but you don't have to you watch don't every Transformers have to do movie. That to yourself. I need to at least rewatch the first one, because otherwise this one's going to be even more gobbledygook, and I and I need to give it a fair shake. Oh, oh, dude, you will not understand Revenge of the Fallen <laughs> if you don't see the first one. <laughs> Ken the Hat, I'm not going to lie to you, I do not need to rewatch, which excites me to no end. The idea get of this, saving two hours like is great. Get this, though. Transformers Revenge of the Fallen... Is 149 minutes long. Fuck you! Uh, <laughs> they are also also long. That's why I, I remember just cracking up in the first half hour and then just being like, why the fuck are we still here? <laughs> like an hour and I just like remember just like zoning out for half the like second half an hour and then like just immediately standing up extremely high being like, why are we here? There's an arcade outside. Like, <laughs> boys. It's Manicotti time. Yeah, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> well, it is Manicotti time. Uh, so Rocco, why don't you count us off, and we'll all uh, okay. We'll get we'll get on out of here. Uh, one, two, three. Cinema. 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 And now you play the uh, Garfield and Friends theme song, and we go home. All right, bye. All right, see you later. To turn you around, get your feet on the ground for a brand new day. They'll pick you up when you're down. Help you swallow your pride when something inside's got to be.